And inside of Ikea is... Bones! Hello, dear listeners. It's time once again for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That over there, that is my brother Mason. It feels it in his bones, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke, getting boned in the fields, Williams. Yeah? Good reversal. That's good. So this is an invention podcast. We are going to invent something over the course of this episode, right before your very ears, and you already know what it is, because you can read, it says, sense. Yes, that's right, brother of mine, we are going to make another sense, and right off the bat, going to let you know, there are more than five senses already. Why don't you go ahead and elaborate on that? Okay, the reason that we think of them as being five senses is that was laid down way back in the day by some ancient-ass Greek philosopher who didn't know shit about shit. Okay. But there's like a thousand different things that all fall under the category of touch that, you know, science now recognizes as different senses, such as uh, proprioception, a.k.a. your sense of balance, Like, you have a distinct organ in your inner ear that maintains your balance, and, like, are you gonna call that, like, a subset of touch? I don't think so. There's a specialized structure for it. There's fluid in it that goes around in circles. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming mouthfeel counts towards this as well. Mouthfeel, I would say, is is touch. That's still touch. But temperature sense, that's different. Sure. Uh, pressure, especially internal pressure, is different. There's a specific sense for how much time has gone by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, there's indicators that uh, pain is different from touch. Okay. Right? What, so, what about, like, when you know you got an itchy butt? Yeah, uh, itchy, itchy butt, I could say, is something. Uh, like, whether or not you got to pee. Uh, yep. whether or not you're hungry, I would say those are senses. Okay. Like, I, you, you might say, a, a phrase, a phrase that one might use is, I sense I am getting hungry. Sure. Yeah, okay. Okay, and second thing I want to bring up. Yes. You know I do my anagram shit. Uh-huh. You know I'm into it. And I went to the anagram generator mm-hmm. and I put in sense and it came back one word sense like the anagram generator doesn't think there's an anagram for sense sure there but is Luke, yeah the scenes like if you you need a c for scene no l- no like if if a cop asks you for a statement and was he was like are you saying that you you saw this man escape and and the witness is like, yeah, seems it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that works in that context. But I was gonna come up with something else, and right. this is why it pays to have a human being doing your anagrams because you know I can I can do things that the anagram generator doesn't like, think of. Add punctuation. I can, uh, specifically, e period 
Ness. That's right, Elliot Ness. And when you think ah. Elliot Ness, you think of the Untouchables. Of course. Why wouldn't I think of that? Well, just because he was the guy that like went up against Al Capone with the FBI, and he mm-hmm. wrote a book about the Untouchables, and he's one of the Untouchables. You can't touch him. Yep. Uh, what was El- Elliot? You said Elliot Ness. Yeah. Gotcha. I got. I got another one for you too. Oh, hit me. Uh, scenes. But now, but this one is the possessive. (laughs) Okay, okay. So if you have someone who happens to be named Scene, like not Sean, that's his nickname. Scene, yeah. It's like, hey, whose picnic basket is that? Oh, it's Scenes. Yes, correct. Lovely. So, um, okay. Good, good anagram chat. Love those anagrams. You know what? You should come up with an anagram. For anagram chat, so you have a title for the segment you you seem to do all the time. It's not quite well, a segment yet, but it could be. It could be. It could be. Maybe that's um, season three. Maybe maybe but, we. But you know what is a segment, Luke? What's that? I think before we get started on this, let's ask our friend Definition Bot what oh, a sense oh, is. Oh, all right. I will get him out. Here we go. Hell yes. Definition Bot is out and on. All buttered and ready to go. All right, you want to do the honors? Okay. Uh, hey, DB, what's shaking? Shaking, the moving of an object up and down or from side to side with rapid, forceful, or jerky uh, motions. Uh, yes, that's that's technically correct. Uh, so hey, definition bot, uh, define sense. Sense is a physiological capacity of organisms that provides data for perception. The senses and their operation, classification, and theory are overlapping topics studied by a variety of fields, most notably neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and philosophy of perception. Okay. That is broad. That is very broad. So, it detects something and provides information to you. So arguably like i don't i don't remember any part of that saying that it has to be a part of your body so like if your smartphone is capable of detecting something that you aren't like it's got i don't know uh, a motion sensor or it picks up something in low light that you can't and it just like buzzes and it's like oh hey there's a thing over there like is that a sense have you augmented your senses i mean I suppose that's what that would be. Now, right when we got this suggestion, too, I was also thinking about our conversation for body part. Yeah. And how we were really closely looking at what the human body could do and augmentations and like our how you develop your own sort of rhythm and, and sense of how to use a new particular addition to your, I guess, your senses. Yeah. Um but now what you're talking about is something external. I, hmm, it, there was nothing in this definition that suggests that it's required that it's internal. Yeah, like if I set up a fucking seismograph, it's detecting things that I can't, and I then get the data from the seismograph into my brain, like, that's that's a sense. Okay, I'm, you know what, definition bot, thanks for, for, for standing by. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask for an alternate definition okay. for sense. 
from Cambridge Dictionary, an ability to understand, recognize, value, or react to something, especially any of the five physical abilities to see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. So, that's a much narrower definition. That one pretty much is internal, it's referring to one's ability. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, your ability to react to it. You're correct. So, all right, I get what you're. I get what you're getting at here. You don't want to design something that's in the body. You want it to be outside the body, and you still want to call that a sense. I gotta say, that's already feeling like a cop out. It sounds like you're designing an app instead of a sense. Well, I mean, how much integrated does it have to be? Like, if I'm wearing a Fitbit, and I've got that thing on all the time, even in the shower, like, that's pretty integrated into my body. Like, do I have to actually get it implanted? I mean, for it to qualify as a sense, I feel like it needs to be... Okay, like, let's, 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 go, let's take a step back here. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the fact that we are doing inventions right we're inventing a new kind of whatever the thing is right mm -hmm. if our invention didn't get implanted i feel like we could be catering to a need but i feel like it as a like sense i don't think we're quite doing that you know like i we can we can create whatever we want but our main objective is that we give someone a new ability to detect. Yeah, like like one generally does not say, oh, that person has a Geiger counter, they're using ESP. Yeah, or like if somebody has uh, a special camera that doesn't just detect like heat, maybe it does heat and infrared and night vision and like some new form of detecting someone or something. You wouldn't say, like, oh, now I can sense that there's this person lingering around in the dark. You'd be like, no, hey, I can see him on the camera. You know, like, that's not this. That's yes, you are able to detect, but that's like detection hardware. That isn't a sense. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to mention something. A sense is like something a superhero has. You were already talking about the Spider-Verse before we started recording. I was thinking about Spidey Sense. Spidey Sense, yeah. Yeah, that's a sense. Uh, can can we agree that Superman's X-ray vision is bullshit? Why don't you go ahead and expand on that one, my friend? Okay, Superman's X-ray vision is bullshit. <laughs> that's so far you haven't done the thing I, I suggested. Go on. Okay. Um. So X-rays are a thing. Okay, specifically a thing. And the reason why you have to go to the doctor to use a spe special machine to get the x-ray done, is the x-ray has to shine through you from behind from a source of x-rays, and then the camera picks up the x-rays, and they some of them get blocked by your bones, and the others go straight on through so they can see through you. Uh, Superman apparently not only can see visible light and therefore pick up colors through a solid object, which, that's not an x-ray, mm -hmm. but... He apparently doesn't need a source of x-rays behind you to be able to see through you. Even I if her, his eyes were putting out the x-rays, he would not then see that unless he sped around behind you and caught the x-rays on his retinas again. Yeah, I mean, that part he theoretically could do, but that's not how... That's not how that works. He uses it, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, you were talking about bones, looking at bones. May I suggest? Uh huh. We do a bone sense. Yeah, sense your bones. I can already pretty much sense my bones. Bone sense, but like, it's kind of like a department store sells you cushions and stuff. Uh huh. But bones, bone sense. How- how is that like a department store? I'm missing like the joke. Home sense. Oh, okay. So home sense, and you just change two of the letters. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I got a better one. Bed, <laughs> bed bath, bed, <laughs> bed bath and bones. Okay, so we could just replace like any word in any store. <laughs> Like, it's like, so hey, hey, let's stupid. let's go to McBones and get a big bone. <laughs> no, I want the big bone combo. No, no, the bigger one. <laughs> All right, no, let's. Okay, hey, but, hey, okay. hey, I got, I got one. It, it's IKEA, but yeah. you change literally every letter, so now it just <laughs> says bone. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. So, okay, that's that's my bone, my bone talk. No, I got, I got, I got a, a thought here. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Mason. Yes. What's inside your meat bag body that you have? Like a lot of things. Yeah, but specifically, you know the theme here. Okay. What what do you got? Uh, A couple of pebbles. You got pebbles in your body? Well, I mean, right now I do. They're going to pass in a few hours. Why did you eat pebbles? Why wouldn't I? Are you talking about cocoa pebbles? No, they just pass right on through. You ate pebbles. It's nice and smooth. Oh man. This This is more than I bargained for from this inquiry. No, dude. What's play play along. You okay. know what's inside your meat bag body? It's 70% the th- water. The thing that we talked about already. The b- Oh, IKEA. <laughs> yes, IKEA's. Yeah. <laughs> and inside of IKEA is Bones! And inside of those bones... Marrow? Yeah. Unless you're a bird. Right, but we're not. So our, True. M- our marrow... There could be a we, sense sense in there. It's we sense, need our marrow to make red blood cells. But we could also maybe sense with it, too. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, locked deep inside my bones, I've got this marrow, and we're just going to put a bunch of extra nerves in there, so it hurts super bad now when you break a bone. I mean, it already hurt pretty bad, but now it's going to hurt more because there's nerve endings inside the bone marrow. What do those nerves detect, Luke? Uh, well, no, you don't need to release your bone marrow in order to use the sense. I'm saying there's like, like, you know, you get a... A sneaking suspicion or, a, you know, a, a, an X-factor sense here, like a Spidey uh, sense. Oh, oh, okay, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I'm going to fantastic voyage you. I'm going to shrink you down uh-huh. so you go in a, in a little submarine in a syringe, and I'm going to get a bone injection, which actually hurts really bad. Yeah. But I'm going to inject you in the little sub inside my forearm bone. And you're now in there, in the marrow. You see the little cells are putting out red blood cells. Mm -hmm. What can you sense from within my bone that you you wouldn't otherwise be able to sense? Like, what can you sense from within my bone, Luke? Okay. Ghosts. Fuck you. No, there's marrow sense. 
that you you got you got ghosts and you know you know why you can sense like the the uh the I want to say phantasmagorial realm. No, that's, that's a bit not... of undigested beef. There's more of gravy than of grave about those ghosts, my dude. Maybe the origin story. Uh-huh. Is, you know, Spider-Man got bitten by a spider. <laughs> okay, so I got bit in the bone by a radioactive ghost. <laughs> I mean, the ghosts... The, the ghosts... Uh, maybe haunted... A skeleton. So you got bit by a skeleton, and he gave you bone power. You gave me bonitis. Radioactive bone powers. Maybe marrow. Let's see, marrow, marrow feel, marrow ability. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go in another direction. I'm going to go in okay. another direction. I'm going to steer away from the supernatural. All right. Uh, there's a webcomic called Drive okay. uh, done by a gentleman by the name of Dave Kellett. Just giving him a shout out. Check out Drive today. Okay. Uh, anyway, in Drive, one of the main characters is this little alien guy, and he has like a little mohawk on top of his head. Mm-hmm. And with that, he can sense gravitational fields and that's like a thing is he's a really great interstellar navigator because he can pick up gravitational fields of where like planets and shit are and like they had a moment where they like go near to this temporospatial warp thing and he's like oh man it's so bright and he's trying to cover up the top of his head hmm now i see how that's useful for interstellar travel but we got to be forward thinking, my dude. Like right now, sure, that's not, you know, usable for hominids down here on the home world. But thousands of years from now, we're, we're talking about evolving thousands of years from now. We're going to be up in the stars. And that might be a useful mutation to have when we are cruising from here to Polaris and back. Okay. Now, you're not wrong. In that scenario, yes. If we if we make it that far, which I hope we do, knock on wood, uh, we can use some gravity mohawks that would help to know kind of where we're going in I'm between the planets. I'm not saying it's got to be a mohawk. You can put it in your bone if you want. Got to put it in my boner. If you only want to be sexually aroused when in the presence of a gravitational field then yes. Also, if you only want, like, half the population to have this sense. Hmm. See, I, I'm I'm just thinking maybe it could point in the direction of another another planet. God, human civilization would have developed in a really different way if, like, one gender had a completely different sense that the other didn't. Like, if only women could hear. Hmm. That'd be effed up. Yes, you are not wrong. Uh, there was that suggestion that, like, I guess there was an episode of a thing where they did, like, a blindfolded version of the podcast for Bird yeah. Box, and that's Bird where Box. this all kind of came from. Yeah, yeah. Um, did We didn't do that, huh? 
We didn't. Yeah, no. Well, I didn't want to rip off their shit. Uh, but yeah, no. That's that's a podcast that I listen to. Story Break. I'm gonna also shout them out. Story Break. Check them out. And they did an episode about Bird Box, and they recorded the whole episode while blindfolded. And we could have chosen to do that, but we we didn't because I'm looking at my microphone right now. Yeah, you're chosen to for that entertaining view, that microphone. Well, also, I've got, like, my little reminder things over here, and one of them is ah. Definition Bot. So, like, right. if we were going to go back and redo that, I might not have remembered to bring him up. So, I mean, it helped. Okay. Um. So, what... So, are you suggesting something similar to a gravitational field I'm detection? just saying it's a little more physi- physiologically plausible than like ghost sense hmm okay here's here's another here's another one that i think the world could use more of if we could like this is just me trying to think of the actively like making the world a better place Uh, what the world needs now is love sweet love and also uh bullshit detector bullshit okay uh yeah just the ability to sense dishonesty question mark well, the thing is, is that there are tells with when people are being dishonest, and there's certain types of characters that over time people will become less trusting of a particular person. Okay. Um, but that's that's different from the ability to actually like fact check a statement. You know, what if we were talking about future tech where, like, it's almost like literally there's a tab that's just constantly googling any inquiry or statement that's being said and like in your own mind you could just like pull up that tab whenever somebody says something oh oh no no my friend you are playing with fire there because a lot of things uh that are statements a i could say something and believe it to be true but it might not be true that doesn't mean i'm lying but also more importantly b there are things that are debatable like if somebody says, oh, you know, don't vote for this person, their position on the capital gains tax is absolutely wrong and will destroy our economy, like, they might feel that that's a true fact, and you might be able to Google some study that says, hi, I'm a nice official source that says that this is an observable fact, here's the math. That doesn't mean it's 100% true because, you know, that's a partisan political thing. Hmm. Do we always like again? This is ah, maybe pie in the sky thinking, but on matters of strategy, like whether it be big political strategy or you know foreign policy strategy or something like that, uh, I feel like there's the jury can be out, and there's plenty of gray area things where it's like I think we should spend this on this, I think we should spend it on that, or I think we should save it or whatever. Where it's like it's not either a green or a red; it's kind of just a gray. It's like an and okay. not applicable or whatever. But like that said, what if that we we did have we factored that in? What if we had? Like, well, see, then we we have the question of whose opinion is considered authoritative, because like you and I would probably agree on the unquestionable objective scientific truth of the world being round, 
or vaccines not causing autism, but mm. there are people who are equally convinced that it's 100% scientifically proven the other way. Right. But then that's the kind of thing where if we had some kind of standard for but science... Like majority rule? Like, okay, I'm no. sorry, 51% of people believe the shape of the world is this, so... No, uh, like, I'm not just talking about defaulting to, you know, what... Uh, what the greatest number of people believe. I'm saying, like, if there was a way for... I mean, I don't know. How, that's This is a whole other kettle of fish. Well, here's the thing. Here, you're, you're saying, oh, if only I could Google things in my head as people are talking. And it's like, we can already Google shit, and it hasn't helped. Yeah. Ugh. Like, all you're doing is taking the Google search and putting it in between your ears... That's not innovation. Okay, then let me... Like, we've already said we don't want something that's already in your smartphone and just make it bionic. That's not the the level of innovation we're going for here. Right. So let me rephrase this same idea Okay. in a way that I'm hoping you can help me reach a new place with this, okay? All right. How can we... Make it so that there is an ability for, like, science and uh, things that are provably true to mean more to the world. Like, how do you make that, how do you give that more weight other than, I don't know, ideally being raised with a more uh, precise education? And you want this in a sense. I want this in a sense. I want this to be, uh, we, we broadcast these super waves over the general populace and they all get less dumb. God, please. Uh, okay. Okay. So let me hit you with this. Uh, as we all know, polygraph tests are unreliable. Right. Uh, they don't measure whether or not you're lying. They just we measure your skin conductivity and, like, whether or not you're stressed out. That's not the same thing. Yeah, it, and at best, it it uh, it measures your delivery on, uh, on a response and but, not necessarily the words in the response. But it does provide you with a certain amount of being better able to assess somebody like where they're at psychologically as they are saying a thing okay so how would the world change if everybody got a new sense and you could detect skin conductivity as easily as you could see the color of someone's face like i can just see it on you as you're talking and i can be like oh a little spike on that he's getting nervous mm. i mean we could talk about uh, some sort of, uh, satellite network, uh, with ocular implants that, like, everything is just getting transmitted up to the satellite, back down to your eyes, or even locally, just straight from the person to your eyes, that it's gonna just immediately assess, and it's almost like, uh, Vegeta's scouter, uh, scanner. Or, or alternately just get the ability to, to view electrical uh conductivity just on anything and it just happens to also work on human skin 
So mm. like you can see, oh, I'm looking at a metal shelf. It looks really conductive. Oh, I'm looking at that thing. Oh, be careful. That must be touching a live wire because I can see there's current in it. Mm. And I'm looking at a honest man and a dishonest man. And uh, yeah. Or at to... any rate, somebody who's very good at suppressing that instinctual reaction. Right. This is either a very honest person or a professional liar. Or somebody who's just wearing a lot of foundation. Yeah. It's it's sort of like, I hate to t talk about him, but like, it's sort of about how, like, Trump. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it's, no, he's not Jesus. <laughs> uh, it's sort of like how, when Trump lies, I don't necessarily think he... I don't think he's cared about the truth or lies. Yeah, that's the thing is years. if you hooked him up to a polygraph, I'm fairly certain he'd pass it with flying colors, not because he believes what he's saying is true, but because it no longer is a meaningful distinction. Yeah, I don't think it means anything to him because he's just always uh consistently says makes it up as he goes along and the accuracy of what he's saying doesn't matter cuz he can just deliver it with a very even tone. Yeah. So it's sort of like playing pretend with a three-year-old. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, where does the blue car go? The blue car goes over here. And it's like, okay, that's where he lives. And he eats porridge. And it's like, as long as you're consistent, not even internally consistent, but just consistent in the moment, like it, it registers. Hmm. Hey, you know what I eats porridge. You, you know what I sense? What do you sense? Since I'm thirsty. Oh, the thirst is real. So we should go to the water cooler. All right. Segue to the water cooler segment. Here we go. Hello, dear listeners. Just uh, another mic experiment for this one. So uh, this one works out great. If not, I'll probably not do it again. Um, but uh, trying to make this convenient to slip this in because one's past tense and one's uh, more of a present tense and different recording setups you don't need to know any of that what you do need to know is where you can check out my brother and i's other stuff so my brother does a webcomic forward at forwardcomic.com and he does the art for roll the save at roll the save comic.com both those are really cool check them out also he does books and some other stuff board games uh you should check out his patreon he does some really cool stuff there and you should support him patreon.com slash tailstick as for me I have something you might have caught from last week uh, that I have a new YouTube channel. And if you haven't seen the video, you've got to check it out. My first video is on a K-pop thing and sort of the queer uh, subtext within the music videos. Um, it's called Careful Consideration. If you search Careful Consideration on YouTube, you will find it. Also, my next video is going to be on the Adventure Zone, so you're going to want to subscribe and not miss that one. Also, I'm working on mashup stuff and some other stuff. You'll get to hear some of that soon, too. Also, we're releasing this uh, show on Friday. Did I mention that? Uh, it's Fridays now. So uh, this one's coming out later in the day than I, I meant to, but it will be earlier on Fridays. That's the plan. If you want to promote something or advertise with us, possibly your, your podcast or whatever, uh, shoot us an email, show at gmail.com, or tweet at us at show, and we'll work something out. I'll get in touch. If you'd like to suggest something that we should invent, you can shoot a suggestion there at H-I-G-A-I show. I think that's everything for now, so let's get back into sense. Luke. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, list off for me, if you would, some fictional characters. I'm thinking particularly of superheroes, but anyone will do. Fictional characters that have senses that the average human being does not. We've already mentioned Spider-Sense. Okay, I'm going to say Professor X. Professor X, he can read other people's minds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to okay, say... We... What else? Uh, Mr. Sense. Not a superhero that I am familiar with. Uh, I just kind of made him up. Okay, so, well, well, no, I mean, that's that's valid. I said fictional characters, and technically that is one now. So what yep. does Mr. Sense sense? What's his deal? Uh, so... Oh, actually, I got a better answer. I was going to do some kind of poop joke, but um, (laughs) no, I got a better answer. Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. He he has sentences other than sight that have been heightened to the point of supposedly being stronger than the average person. So his is more all senses minus one. So he can like hear people's heartbeats and his balance is so good that he can... Like, jump off a roof and he's the man without fear. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I feel like if we look to the animal kingdom, there we go. there's, like, many senses that are just so much more heightened over our own. Uh, so, I mean, that that's cool. Yeah, like, can, can I actually... I'm going to mention something from a role-playing game that I was in a, a long, long time ago. Uh, I was playing a character who I just maxed out his spot and lesson. So he had like, he had crazy, crazy numbers for picking up ambushes. And it kind of frustrated the GM because she could never ambush us because like at this point in the level, you're supposed to be at like maybe a plus 15, a plus 20 to roll for, for sensing things. And I was Mm -hmm. at like a plus 40. Okay. Uh, so at the expense of not being good at hardly anything else, because that's how min-maxing works. Yeah, so you were just you were just the watchdog. Yeah, so anyway, I was having a moment with a, a fellow character who also wanted to uh, bump up his sensory game, mm-hmm. and he was like, hey, I want to be able to do what you do. Uh, can you just give me a lesson on what you do when you're keeping watch to, to watch out for ambushes? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, uh, tell me what part of your body do you listen with? And he just got sarcastic and he rolled his eyes and he was like, oh, what do I listen with? My feet. And I was like, good, what else? Hmm. And he just had this moment of, what, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, there's major zones in your body where you can pick up vibrations. The ears is the one that everyone thinks of, but you can sense vibrations in the ground with your feet. You can sense, like, if there's deep rumbling, sometimes you get that in your guts. And, Mm. like, tiny vibrations, you can sometimes pick them up with your fingertips. Like, if you're touching a wall, sometimes you can feel vibrations for something on the other side. Hmm. Um, I'm going to actually pivot to something completely, uh, completely different. Uh, it's... I don't know quite how to articulate this. It's sort of the hero mode in an action movie. It's... It's the likelihood that God mode is just with our protagonist. Okay. So okay. I'm thinking of like, not just maybe anime, but like, uh, say like a martial arts movie. Mm-hmm. You know that Jackie Chan 
in a Jackie Chan movie might take a few hits for like comic effect or whatever. Yeah. But that he's not going to actually get pinned down and taken out. He's always going to know just where his fist is going to land or his foot is going to land in order to connect that hit and keep going. Sure. So there's pretty legitimately like if you if you take the movie magic part away from this, the choreography of it, if you take that element out, he has sort of a protagonist sense of like how to win all the time. And like, like Neo in the matrix or like any character that you, uh, okay. you can well, trust that there's, they're there's just There's two gonna... different things here. There's two different things okay. because you're talking about Jackie Chan having the sense of how to win. And that's just like having a good sense of where you are in a fight and what you're doing. But yeah. also you mentioned that we, the audience know that Jackie Chan is going to win. And that is not because we have great fight senses. That's because we know how this sort of story is going to play out. We're like Jackie Chan was on the movie poster. This is a Jackie Chan movie. We're 20 minutes in. They're not going to shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. You're you're completely right. And playing with that trope would probably be pretty wonderful. Like oh my god, you... can you imagine going to a Jackie Chan movie and they kill him 20 minutes in? Yeah. Like you that's would just walk a... out of the theater. That's just what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like uh, uh this is how I feel about like horror as well, too. Um there is a trope that's so played out in my mind of you know, if there's going to be stakes being raised for uh, this person might take a take a, a, a an injury and die uh, at any minute, um, you know, then there's going to be suspenseful music and then there's going to be like a moment of like you see them grab the knife, like a shot to like that knife isn't coming out of nowhere. Right. Um, what I think is so much more cut and dry is when that is kind of ignored and it feels almost like found footage or like security cam footage of like you really like there isn't the setup of of like, oh, now the stakes are a little bit more like, you know, like when that's removed, when that trope is subverted. Yeah. When like you, you can't got hear more... the background music, you don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah. And if you set up for a massive fight scene. And there was, like, 20 guys that surround him, and he kicks, like, five guys' asses, and then, like, the sixth guy kills him. Or, like, breaks an arm, and then he just goes down. Like, yeah. that would mess you up, because it's that sense that you would be, like, sort of playing with. It's like, oh, you know, these in this movie, it's our rules. Like, this isn't, now you don't know what to expect, basically. Okay, well, see, now the problem is, is what you're talking about is our genre savviness, our understanding yeah. of a fictional thing, because, you know, the world is being written by an author. But the real world, unfortunately, is not quite so neat and tidy. And if one dude is fighting five dudes, like, we have no idea how yeah. that's going to play out. In fact... We got a pretty good idea that the five dudes are going to beat the one dude's ass because that's sort of how numbers work. Pretty safe bet. Yeah, but but just we don't have the framing device of a genre. We don't have an author that is directing things except for, you know, in theory, an omnipotent God. But he's kind of hands off, you know? Yeah. So uh, um, quick uh, side mention 
Uh-huh. Just because, uh, feel free to look this up if you just, haven't just, seen it. Just shout out to God. Yeah, shout outs to God. Uh, no, the, um, did you ever see that Japanese reality show video of three trained sword fighters with balloons on their chest versus a hundred untrained guys with swords? Oh, with geez, on no, I have not. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but what's your guess? How do you think that played out? Uh... Three versus a hundred. Mm-hmm. Are the three working together? Are they back to back? Or more importantly, chest to chest, so no one can get in at the balloons. And they're they, just sort of reaching backwards and fighting. <laughs> they are more or less sticking together. Okay, okay. Given the fact that they are working together and can sort of watch each other's backs, and there is a limit because of the way that space and time and gravity work of how many people can a- approach you all at once... Um, hang on, the hundred guys, what do you have to do to take them out? It's the same balloon. Same Same balloon, balloon. same, same, uh, fencing, uh, wire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my money on pretty much an even, I'm gonna say like maybe one of the three goes down, but I would, I would put my money on the three. Well, sorry to blue balls everybody on this one or blue, whatever you got. Um, but, uh, you have to look it up. Because I'm not going to spoil, like, this is very spoilable. It's very exciting. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to have to go check it out after we finish this recording. Yeah. Uh, uh, how is that relevant to inventing a sense? Uh, I mean, there is a skill sense. Okay, so what you want is a sense, not, a, not to pick up whether or not somebody is bullshitting, but to pick up whether or not they know what they're doing. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, there's ways to show that in a story, right? Like, when somebody, you know, shows immediately that they know more about a thing than than the other person does. Like, there's a million dialogue ways to portray that. Or even, you know, uh mechanical ways yeah like you don't necessarily have to see their service record or the diplomas on the wall you can just have like a scene as we're being introduced to the character where they like spout off some obscure trivia about a model of gun or Mm. even like you see them in the kitchen and they're preparing breakfast and they're just casually doing things like with the bagel and it's like oh this guy is super dexterous because he right. just did that like it's nothing. Like, he's half asleep, and he, like, threw the bagel into the toaster from across the room without looking. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's crazy good. Yeah, or um, the other thing that comes to mind is um, if someone was to lie on their resume and say that they have done XYZ, but they get into the field and you show, oh... Yeah, you don't know, you don't actually know this thing because you would have to have gone to this school to know that or, or you know. If, so, if someone... so what you're proposing is a sense, not Google, but LinkedIn. Accurate LinkedIn. Fact-checked LinkedIn, I don't know. Not necessarily. I guess we're just sort of talking about a thing. Is this kind of in the vein of what we would want to invent? Well, I'm I'm having difficulty with the idea of anything social because either A, you would have to say, all right, we're going to tap into 
you know, 100% accurate objective reality, and I'm sorry, no. Or B, you're like, okay, I need to pick up on how you feel about yourself. And there's plenty of people who are super confident that are wrong. Yeah. So I don't want anything social, okay? I just want a sense, the ability to pick up on something that will help me in my day. Okay, okay, let me, let me, how, how about this? I'm going to come at this another angle. Luke, okay. yeah. when was the l- last time that you had an accident, that you made a mistake? Um, from today? From like any any day recently that was that was memorable at all. Uh oh oh I know this one. Uh oh yeah uh the cat dish. Uh there was um as as my fiance uh, I don't know if my our listeners know this I propose so fiance now. Um as my fiance left for work she pointed out. A thing that had landed in the cat's water bowl and she was like you know like look at that and then left and then when she came back it was still there because i didn't pick up on the fact that it was like oh oh right yeah Change the so, water. so so what what you heard was oh hey look there's a thing in the dish isn't that weird you did not pick up on the implication of could you do something about it, hon? Yeah. Okay. I, that's the closest thing to an accident that sticks out in my mind, just point blank. Okay, so other than psychically reading her mind of what she wanted you to do, what sense would have prevented that mistake? <laughs> just not being an oblivious dick, I guess. Um, it is a consideration factor. It is just being considerate. And just thinking about it more than one way. I guess. Is that... Can you work with that? <laughs> uh, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? You know what's super useful in a lot of action stuff, a lot of action video games specifically, mm-hmm. is bullet time. Where right. you, you have a moment where time appears to slow down. And although you can't move with infinite speed, you can at least assess the situation and take the time to think about what you're saying and thinking and doing in that moment. Like, you get a little extra boost of assessing the situation. Mm -hmm. It's also wild that we, like, universally call that bullet time, because, like, that applies to some, like, driving games, like, which have nothing to do with bullets. Well, I mean, it's it's a lot like we refer to hammer space. Hammer space yeah. is the inverse of bullet time because, like, it, it refers to being able to pull a hammer from a pocket dimension, but a pocket dimension can hold anything. It doesn't have to be a hammer. That's very true. Hammer I, time I, and bullet space are, like, they're related other, concepts, other, other but they're around. very not. You said hammer time and bullet space. Oh, yeah, okay. No, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, fuck. Um, okay, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> wait, imagine... wait, can we invent those? Well, okay, uh, when MC Hammer says it's hammer time, what specifically does that imply? <laughs> I forgot hammer time was already a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought we were really on to something there for a second of like, oh, wait, this could be a sense, let's do it. Can bullet space be a sense? 
uh, bullet space, and it's not space for extra bullets. It's like space, like you you gain a sense of where the bullets are in space. Uh, I was thinking it's like inertial storage. Okay, so like Black Panther, where like he can store up kinetic energy, and then blow people up with it and it's purple because he's a king is that what he does have you seen black panther the movie yes okay uh you're not woke I'm, anyway I, uh, i'm ed- i'm editing in this yes <laughs> ah, shit <laughs> okay all right all right um so bullet space uh well how about an enhanced ability to sense uh the trajectory of projectiles that you otherwise wouldn't be able to sense so potential projectiles or active projectiles cuz then you got to have like super quick reaction speed yeah cuz like... it doesn't really help me to know where bullets are if i can't move faster than them yeah uh, uh yeah like if you if you could just sense that bullets are around and then, like, not in guns. It's just like, oh, there's bullets in this room. Oh, there's one under the couch. <laughs> Have you not been keeping track of your bullets? Just like, oh, I got this nagging bullet sense. There's a bullet around here somewhere. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, oh, that's gonna bug me all day. Where never, is it? Never oh, it's mind. Like a light fixture. What the fuck? No, it was just this lipstick. You tripped my bullet sense. <laughs> this oh, <laughs> it's a lead ball and some loose gunpowder. Okay, no, but, like, potentially, potentially, if you had someone who could literally detect if someone was armed, not through scans and whatever else, but because they knew the shape of a bullet was nearby. Okay, what about that? What about just they could detect all of the shapes nearby and therefore, like, bullets read very specifically so like backscatter basically where you can like get a sense of the contours of objects from a distance i guess so i mean mean, that's 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 a sense that's a sense that's a sense that we you know the only like define backscatter a little bit better for me here okay backscatter technology they're using it now at airports and shit where Mm -hmm. it's not an x-ray but they can basically you know hit you hit you with this uh, it's similar to the x-ray where it hits you with some sort of radiation and then the th- camera thing on the other side can pick up the shapes of objects so like it'll pick up like oh you've got a a thing shaped like a brick strapped to your thigh what what's how does the technology actually work uh it's similar to an x-ray it's just whatever type of radiation they use uh doesn't go through the body okay i i mean and it's, it's super controversial because you know you can look at people's junk with it right that's that's kind of well i mean that is what it is right you can't you can't sneak a package without also having your package there. yeah that's that's the thing is like if you've got something up your butt how do you detect it without having to look up everybody's butts? Right. That's right. that's the perils of our our surveillance. That's state. that's the the butt paradox. The butt paradox, yes. So, I know that this already 
somewhat exists in airport tech land. But if we could just have a tiny organ that does that, I guess I guess we don't need that body part per se. We could just even the app, I suppose, of bringing it back to your external concept. Or we could put it in our bones. Or the bones. I'm open to all kinds of ideas. Or some kind of implant. Just another ocular implant. Or split the difference. Put an implant in your bones. Like Wolverine. Split the difference again. Put it in all of those places. Sure. Just Just a little. Just a little bit. And then all of them together. And you can... Look at people's packages, I guess. You just check out people's junk from a distance. It's non-invasive. I could just sit there on the park bench and be like, uh, okay, okay, okay. Ooh, he's packing. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah, all right. Okay, This yeah. is, uh, this is a creepy invention. Uh, well, arguably anything that allows you to sense more information about other people than they would otherwise be willing to divulge is going to be creepy. Like, that thing we were talking about where you can sense people's intentions and pick up whether or not they're lying. Like, if I'm reading that from you all the time and you're not comfortable divulging that information, yeah, that's going to seem creepy to you. Yeah, that's true. If you got a big secret, you're not going to want to hang out with that guy. And that's, that's cultural, too. Like, if you have a cultural thing where, like, oh, I'm not comfortable going out without covering my head, and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm looking at your uncovered head, like, you're going to yep. feel really creeped out, even though all I'm really looking at is your scalp. Also true. Creep right. is relative. I think we got two. I we think got two? we got... I think we got a, a verdict. Which one do you like better, dear listeners? Hit us up on our Twitter. Do you prefer Backscatter or Ghost Bones? And here's here's the other question that uh, I'm, I'm not going to pose this to you, Luke, but I am going to pose it to our fans on Twitter. Uh, prepare the sound drop, Luke. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, he said it. He said the thing. By by which I mean, how would society change? I mean, we're we're hoping for the better, but how would society change for the worse, assuming that everybody has this sense? Which one? The ghost bones? Either. Both. Okay. Ghost bones. Worst thing that could happen. Turns out there's just ghosts everywhere. Just, oh shit, there's ghosts everywhere constantly. And they weren't gonna attack until you looked at them. It's and like now an they're inverse attacking boo. us. It's like the opposite of a boo. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's Well, I mean, that makes thing. sense of why so many people don't believe in ghosts, is because the people who do see ghosts and are actually credible just keep getting killed, but it looks like a random accident. There it is. They fucking final destination you if you find them out. Okay, the other one. Backscatter. Worst that could happen, you see, um, I, I, I guess it's basically, it's like, if you're seeing you see everyone's too much. junk, that's pretty bad. I mean, that's not great, but also, also like that, kids exist. So you'd uh, constantly, a kid runs up to you and you can't not look at his dick, his little kid dick. I feel like it would be a very intentional thing. Like, I think that it has to be almost like a flashlight, very directional, very, like, physically obvious. I don't think it's an ocular implant. I think that should be outlawed. 
We'll make it a, a flashlight. Oh, man, how would that get incorporated into porn? Ooh. It would. The answer is, it would. Um, and yeah, I guess if you had this flashlight, worst thing that could happen, uh, you see too much. And the mob sure. knows that you saw too much. And so then they, uh, they're going to come after you and you have to join a coven and teach the nuns to sing. I, uh, I mean, that's not too, too bad. Cause like we take our act on the road and. Cause you're Whoopi Goldberg. In I'm Whoopi scenario? Goldberg. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's the thing is this, the radiation off this thing singed my eyebrows off. Hmm. I think that's, that's it. This week, I think that's what we invented. Uh, if you want to suggest something for us to invent, you can always do that at uh, by tweeting at H-I-G-A-I show or emailing H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We've got a suggestion for next week. We this do. This one is coming to us from... Mason, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, I've got two options. Which would you prefer? Second one. Second one. Well, my wife. Your wife. I mean, my wife. You did it. You made the joke. I still have not seen Borat. We are a podcast now. Okay, so my wife uh, has suggested that Luke. Yes. You and I. Should invent. We need. Yes. A third brother. What? We're going to invent a. Brother? Yep. Amber! I love my wife. What the hell? I love my thick wife. Uh, so, next... God damn it. Next <laughs> week, we're going to invent a new brother. All right. Uh, and that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little bit of needless creative conversation about it. Or as I like to say in my truncated way, NCC. You do like to say that it's true. And until that next week, dear listeners, thumbs up monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Okay.